3: GR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now here's your host Tony Caligieri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute, developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to inside
2: high school sports. I'm your host Tony Caligieri, along with Markwell Slaughter, Roger Weiss. And Joe Marguccio, Nate Geary behind the controls. A lot to talk about this morning. Some upsets, some close games, all kinds of that all that fun stuff and more. Good morning, guys.
1: Morning, y'all. Good morning.
2: Morning, guys. All right, uh, let's get into uh let's get into the fun, guys. All right, I received this email last week after the show and wanted to know uh, how did Roger Marquel and Joe Become part of the show. How? What's their background like? And I said, you know what? I don't explain that enough, and that's something that I should do. And we're going to start with Roger. Roger, you call, started by calling into the program uh, back in the earlier days of the show. And uh, just out of the blue, I invited you to come on by. As you, you know, we run every week, I said, you know, come on by and, and come hang out. And you did. And you've been a, a fixture ever since. Uh, as far as your background goes, you're a graduate of Kensington. In case uh, this is your first time listening, you may have heard <laughs> Roger mention Kensington once or twice in the past. Well, uh, I only
1: mentioned Kensington, Anthony, because Burghardt High School is located on Kensington <laughs> Avenue.
2: And it's out of respect to you. Yeah, I understand. Thank you very much. Much, Roger. So, Roger's been following uh, high school sports since you were in high school. You did uh, managerial stuff for the sports teams at Kensington. I uh, tell
1: everybody I was the leading scorer on the basketball team because I was doing the table doing the scorebook. So, <laughs> I scored as many points as all the players put together.
2: Yeah, so, technically, you were right on that part. Uh, let's see. Uh, you went to Kensington in the 50s? So Come on, Anthony. Late Give 50s. me a break. <laughs> Early 60s, in the 20- <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> when it was a one-room school, that combined grades. When school I was and a senior school. at
1: Kensington, Bob Lanier was a sophomore at Bennett, and he was cut from the basketball team as a sophomore at Bennett High
2: School. And you were following all of that, so you were—I mean, you pretty much knew the players, uh, regardless of sports, uh, throughout the city. Of course, it was a different time back then. City sports was huge.
1: Yes, and I tell everybody, you know. Uh, they talk about rivalry weekend, they talk about the Pew Lancaster, they talk about TNT, they talk about Fredonia, Dunkirk. No rivalry. They were none of them were any better than the Kensington Bennett rivalry.
2: Of course you were old enough to remember when they uh set a record for attendance. I think was it at War Memorial that they had. Yeah, uh- but
1: at the time it was Civic Stadium, it was on the corner of uh Jefferson and Best now uh, for those uh, semi-familiar, Johnny it's Johnny B. Wiley Sports Complex. Uh That was 1948. Yes, I was born. No, I was not old enough to remember it. October of 1948, 50-plus thousand fans crammed into the rock pile before they put the addition on. You say, well, how could they have done that? Well, it was all bench seats in those days. So, yeah, they crammed them in pretty good, but that's... Many moons ago.
2: Yeah, that made 50,000 people at a high school game. It's absolutely incredible. So that's basically your background, and you've followed high school sports from the time you left. Right. Uh,
1: uh, I guess I'd have to, for my uh, dozen years on this program, uh, thanks to you, and if you want somebody to blame, oh, no, he's the reason I'm here, you'll have to blame Rich Kozak because without Rich Kozak, uh,
2: you would have never heard of me.
1: Yeah, because you were uh, doing
2: games with him yeah. on, uh, for the Harvard Cup broadcast.
1: I remember the irony is uh, when you asked me to be on the program it was for, what, maybe half a year? I don't think we did it quite a year. You're going two hours. Yeah. I don't know if you recall that. And you said, I could really use a co-host. And, uh, of course, uh, broadcasting has been a aspiration all my life, just like with most of the people out there listening, becoming a professional in their sport. Is an aspiration there as well. It's the same situation. The uh, supply obviously exceeds the demand, and there's only so many that make it to the big time there. This has fulfilled a wish for me and my retirement, and I'm just having a ball, and I can't thank you enough for uh, the opportunity you've given me.
2: It's been all my pleasure, and this has been over 10 years, maybe even 12 now.
1: Well, uh, basketball season 2004, you know, uh, Lazar Hayward, senior and ace navarro were playing that was when yale cup basketball was better than it even is now
2: wow and joe marguccio and i uh we go back a long time mutual friend danny longo uh you know joe uh, went to high school with danny and danny's somebody i grew up with who actually got me involved in football uh his father coached me in little league but danny and i grew up uh you know we were great uh classmates at School 81 in North Buffalo, and Danny was playing at Shoshone and said, you know, you should play football, and I did. And that's how uh, that's how I got involved with them. But, you know, and then uh, when I moved back to Buffalo from Las Vegas, I met Joe, who was a classmate of Danny's at Kenmore East. And, Joe, you didn't play, but you were heavily involved in following uh, high school sports at that time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, at the time uh,
0: I was coaching at St. Francis for four years. I got your Little League guy there, Zach Kendron, to go there. He goes there, and then I leave. And, <coughs> and you th- used to come to our Little League games oh, yeah, when Danny time. and I were coaching. And then I went to Turner for a year, and then Saint Fran- or back to 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 Canisiestan for like six years. And then I've always been going to games, and you started calling me a, the guru of high school football, but there's tons of us out there that love to go to games.
2: Yeah, it's and it's a lot of fun. And then Marquel, his story... One day I received an email, and if I'm not mistaken, it was also the same time around, uh, Jordan Hogan. And he had sent an, uh, an email, uh, wanting to uh, get the, you know, see what broadcasting is about.
1: And Dave DeLuca, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
2: and Dave DeLuca, that's correct. And Markwell said, you know, look, I'm, you know, getting into journalism. I want to cover high school sports. Can I come in, shadow the show a little bit? And uh, we had a great time. And, you know, Marquell wound up becoming a uh, weekly fixture on the program, adding so much, whether it was covering volleyball, softball, football, you name it. Marquell <coughs> has been there and has been a great uh, addition to the program.
4: Yeah, because I, I remember every week I first came on talking about Cleve Hill football, of course. Of course. 2013, that was the best year ever. And um, every show you do, you you do a really good job of bringing on the different different coaches from different sports every week. So every week I'm like, hey, Tony, I I know bowling. I know basketball. I know this. I know wrestling. I know that. And um, so every week you just, I ask to come on. You'd be like, yeah, of course you could come on. And one day Sal Capaccio He's just like, Mark, well, you ask every week if you could come on. You're on the show now, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to ask permission anymore. Uh, but you've been a great uh, addition to the program ever since, and that's for a couple years?
4: Yeah, it's three way years back Way back <laughs> when?
0: Way, way, way <laughs> back then.
4: It's been a long three years. I mean, I, I've uh, like Roger, I've always aspired to be a broadcaster. Writing is my passion. Um. I went to. I graduated from Canisius, and I went straight to the Buffalo News. We won't hold it against
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> I went straight to
4: the Buffalo News as a sports um, reporter when I graduated from Canisius in 2010. And um, around the time when I was with the weekly paper circuit, uh, that's when I hit you up and aspiring to get back in the broadcasting thing. So I really thank you for being a part of this. It's been it's been a blast being a part of this every every Saturday morning being on the radio, talking about all the Kids and coaches, there's so many people that talk about, um, as far as athletes, um, or anybody that's even involved with athletics around the area goes. So, big
2: plus, you're state. very popular on Twitter. A lot of the high school kids follow you, uh, yeah. you know, uh, trying to get you to go to their games and things like that. You've really added a lot, but now having, said, are, that.
1: having <laughs> said
4: that,
2: things are about to change. Go ahead, buddy. Oh,
4: uh, lord, yeah, um. It's 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 been a nice three run on this show. This has been as as much as I love writing, uh I've nothing I look forward to was coming on this show every Saturday morning. Uh I I can't thank you guys enough. But um I wanna get back into writing full time again and I've come up on an opportunity in Utica, New York in a couple of weeks where I'll be leaving the Western New York area to cover section three sports now. So, um they got their own little, um, they have their own paper over there that's a big fixture in the Oneida County. I'll be working with two other sports reporters. One of them covers an AHL team out there. The other one, he covered, he's going to help me with the high school coverage, but um, I'm really excited. It's a daily paper, so I'll be able to write every day again. Um, I haven't written every day in quite some time. Well, a year now, but um, it's it's something I'm really, really looking forward to. As much as I don't want to leave the area, I've been really comfortable with all the student athletes that's either in high school or are now in college, and even their parents, coaches, athletic directors in the area. I've probably covered or written about over 30, 40 schools in this area, and um, it's it's really been a blast, but um, it's t- I knew this day would come sooner or later, and you know I had some personal things I had to take care of at home, but... Um, it's time to it's it's time to start a start a new beginning somewhere else. And this is my second last episode. Next week, next Saturday, I'll come back for one more um, live show with you guys. And um, so I'll have one more Saturday with you guys in here. But it's it's been a fun ride. Thanks for everything.
2: Well, I'm gonna I for one I'm gonna miss you a lot. Uh, you know, not only have you been uh, a, a mainstay on this program, but you've been a good friend of mine, and I'm gonna miss you. And it's it's kind of difficult, but at least we get to see you one more week, and uh, I'm sure we'll keep in touch.
4: Yeah, for, yeah, of course. I'll I'll still be looking on the Facebook page at all the arguments going on. <laughs> <laughs> i I can't get enough of those scrolling up and down. That makes my day. But uh, uh it's 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 gonna be a pretty over overwhelming thing to, to leave western new york but i i'm excited i'm more excited than ever for this
2: and you do well there's no question about it you'll do absolutely well and uh with our losses utica's gain and you know we're wishing you all the best Raj.
4: yeah uh
1: are you gonna bring in a replacement grandson for me i mean i got two sons over here with you <laughs> and uh joe and the reason i say you are my sons you mentioned uh your buddy danny longo well, Danny Longo Sr. was going to Burgard when I was going to Kensington. So thanks for making me feel real nice and young, uh, this morning. Markell, I- I'm going to miss you. I really am. You know, you've been, uh, an addition, you know, helping out, especially in the girls' sports. And, uh, I, To this day, I don't think the girls get as much recognition as they should. You've helped contribute to that, and I'm going to miss that. Now, a lot of the news and notes that you've been taking care of for well over a year now, I suppose that's back on my shoulders. Absolutely. (laughs) I apologize. No problem, Markel. We wish you the best. We're going to miss you. And, uh, uh, hey, when we need uh, information on Section 3 and probably Section 2, because if you're in Utica, there's a little overlap there. You're pretty close to – you're – You'll be at Section 3 with Section 2 like we are with Section 5. five yeah. We're next-door neighbors. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to count out heavily on you and, you know, advanced scouting once we get into the uh, <laughs> uh, Far West Regionals and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll
2: get it. We'll, we'll be touching base with Marquell for that, especially, you know, when we uh, have the heads up matchups. We want to know a little bit about the teams that uh, we're going to be facing. We're going to be able to lean on Marquell for that. All right, news and notes. Let's get into it. And uh, if you guys recall last week, Dennis Sarro of the Connolly Cup called in and we told you about uh, a big event that we have. And uh, a little bit more information. Saturday, November the 12th. Uh, We will broadcast Inside High School Sports from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport across from the Marriott as we honor the nominees for this year's Connolly Cup. Connolly Cup is equivalent to the Heisman if you're uh, not familiar with it. it, It's the highest honor that you can receive. For high school football and so come out meet uh meet the nominees meet us we will be broadcasting basically if your name has been mentioned as uh as a Connolly cup finalist uh, the past uh, several weeks probably be a good idea for you to show up uh, if you're unsure, you want to drop us uh, an email or or hit me up on fa- any one of us on Facebook, except for Raj. Uh, you mm-hmm. can uh, We'll tell you, yeah, you should probably come on by. And it's just going to be a good time anyway, t- a chance to uh, talk football with us, a chance to uh, hang around with us and uh, enjoy a good time at Sant- Santora's. They do such a great job over there, and we're really looking forward to it.
1: We okay. should mention, Anthony, that
2: it's only what –
1: 20 minutes at most on the uh, throughway from the uh, – the, what do I have to call it now? The cap? It's not the Ralph anymore? We have to call it the cap? Something
2: like that. That's where
1: the Far West Regionals will be. There will be three games that day, but they start at noon, so – You'll have plenty of time to get from Santora's if you're intending to go because I assume in the games will be at 12, 3, and 6 if they're true to form. So it's not like that
2: should be that far out of the way Yeah, for get you. yourself some pizza before you head on out uh, to the yeah, stadium. Yeah, breakfast of champions, right? There you go. <laughs> all right, uh, congratulations <laughs> to Eric Bartnick. He is the WesternYorkAthletics.com Player of the Week, and that was sent to us by Frank Wolf. Thank you very much. Frank, all right, news and notes from you guys.
4: Yeah, um, a couple things. First of all, Eric Bartnick, that was from last week's win over Maryville, game of the century. He had over 500 yards and five touchdowns. Well, 500 total yards. Um, I think 170 on the ground and 350 in the air, something like that. Something crazy. Um, a couple of news and notes. Uh, OP Golf ECIC Championship goes to Orchard Park. Wanted to gra- congratulate them. Uh, also, congratulations to in the iron order for Jordan Noir of Park Basketball. Um, He's in prep school somewhere right now, but he just committed to Louisville. Uh, Louisville just won a championship couple years ago, they beat our Michigan Wolverines, told me that, uh, a couple of years ago. So um, he's going to a pretty prestigious program. He's going to uh, play for Rick Petino. Rick Petino, right?
2: That's he's under investigation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's under investigation. <laughs> yeah, good timing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Congratulations also are in order to Gabby Gare of Williamsville South Gymnastics. She broke an all-around record of 38.05 points on Wednesday in a triple threat match against uh, Clarence and Woodsville East. The Pew Boys Soccer Section 6 champion, or the Section 6 tournament, started in pretty much all the sports, I think, now. I'm not sure about field hockey. But um, the Pew Boys Soccer, big win on Tuesday, 2-1 over Oracle. That was their first playoff win since 2007. So congratulations to them. Devin Connolly scored both goals for them. Lancaster girls volleyball. I seen them a few weeks ago. They won a share of their first regular season title since 2009. They split with Clarence, and um the Clarence boys volleyball. They also won a division. They that was their first title since 1999. Uh, Frontier boys hockey has a new head coach. His name is Brian Dillinger. Um, some may know him from the Hamburg Hawks. Uh, organization and former coach Bob Bob Klemowitz. He's not leaving hockey totally. He's going to the girls' side to coach the Frontier Orchard Park team that is also bringing over Lakeshore girls this year. So um, uh, I believe Eden now has a hockey team too. A couple couple new schools have um, merged into a couple of girls' hockey programs. So that's in Um, the Fed, right? Yeah, Federation, yeah. yeah. And then um, last but not least um hamburg boys are hosting a volleyball tournament today which is basically all day it started at 8 a.m oh and shouts out to iroquois field hockey 16 and 0 but bailey did a pretty good article on them in the news earlier this week um hayley and tyler Asbrazak are two of their better players and pete Tosseline. Um, been coaching for a while. He's also the softball coach at Iroquois. So, congratulations. Pete's a good guy.
2: Real good guy. Speaking of the Buffalo News, uh, you could look in today's Life and Arts section and you'll see a picture of Joe Marguccio on the sidelines. <laughs> big, big picture. I opened it up as a Hey, wait a minute, that's Joe. Must been a slow day for the news. Yeah, right? <laughs> a slow <laughs> day for the news. Oh, and uh, you mentioned Clarence. Shout out, and I promised my doctor I would say this. Shout out to the girls' golf team, and shout out to the boys' soccer team. Also, fundraiser tonight at 7 o'clock at uh, the 33 Speakeasy Grill. That's 3... 3- 3455 Genesee Street in Chitawaga, Maryvale Baseball is looking to raise money so they could take a trip to Florida in order to prepare for the 2017 season. They'll have 50-50 split club drawing, Chinese auction. Tickets are just $25, which includes uh, bottled and draft beer, well drinks, wine, soda, and pizza. So, please come out and support the Maryvale Flyers uh, baseball. So, uh, there's a fundraiser for you to go and check out.
1: Yeah, I want to mention uh, you know, Markel mentioned Coach Klimowitz. Just you know, Tony would be mad at me if I didn't, you know, emphasize that in the old country we say Klimovich. Oh, uh, a it. couple things, uh the soccer playoffs are now going into the semifinals. Uh the one I want to mention this Tuesday evening at Will North, their new uh lighted facility, will have two uh class A girls semifinal soccer matches that will be one Mutual. of them is uh, Will East, which features uh, Um Michelle, Michelle Burzon. The other one is Grand Island, which will feel, which would feature Madison Pizzino. Pizzino. <laughs> Two of the top girls you could see in different games on one night. Uh, we can't anticipate that they'll automatically advance to the final next Saturday. So I thought I would mention it. And the other thing we would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention the fact that. Uh, Akeel Lynch has called it a career for sure. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, I guess uh, with concussion protocols and all that, he just felt that uh, the uh, risk isn't worth uh, whatever uh, he might gain out of it. It'd be too much of a risk. Uh, Thankful for a great career. Uh, You know, he was... uh, Playing at Saint Francis at the same time that uh Mr. Kelly was playing at Saint Joe's. So may not have gotten as much recognition as he may have uh deserved, but he did have a fine career at sure. Penn State and uh we're gonna miss you. Thank you, Akil. Uh if you are listening or if you do go to the audio vault later uh and uh we wish you good luck and Godspeed and the best always.
2: All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll go through the scores from last night, talk about the games, all that and more on Inside High School Sports.
3: The Bills are headed down to Southern Florida to take on the 2-4 and four Miami Dolphins who are coming off a huge home victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. NFL sack leader Lorenzo Alexander knows if the Bills want to contain a Dolphins offense that's starting to gel as a unit offensively, especially on the ground, they'll have to prevent them from getting into an early rhythm. We don't
2: want these guys to get in any rhythm. If you ask me, week in and week out, I don't think anybody can line up against us and just march down the field and continually put points on the board. In the games where we've struggled and given up some big plays is when we give up the explosion plays, whether it's miscommunication or guys not setting the edge or guys not being responsible. When we give up those explosion plays, that's when we find ourselves defensively having some issues and trying to have them to try to regroup and get back on pace. So that's one of the, the big things we want to try to uh, eliminate this week.
3: The news of the week, obviously, is the availability of LaShawn McCoy, who sustained a hamstring injury in practice on Wednesday, ESPN's Jocena Anderson. She reported on Thursday that McCoy would not play Sunday at all, but McCoy's agent Drew Rosenhaus and her very own Sal Capaccio have reported that instead he'll be a game time decision here's Bill's coach Rex Ryan.
0: Well I mean he's questionable for the game we'll see how it goes but again like I said we're confident in the guys that we have behind him but
3: uh, not ruling uh, Shady out at all. With or without McCoy Bill's offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn he's confident in what Mike Gillisley can bring to the team if he has to fill in.
1: I think Mike has shown what type of running back he is. He's been highly productive for us, and uh, he's been a solid backup. I have all the confidence in the world that if his role has increased that he'll
3: do a good job. Coverage of Bills Dolphins begins bright and early with Breakfast with the Bills fantasy style. That's at 7, then 8. I'll be filling in for Jeremy White for Bills game day. That's until 10 a.m. Then it's Howard Simon and the round table. They take over and bring you right up until kick in the call from Murph, Mark Kelso, and Sal Capaccio from the Northwest Broadcast booth on the radio home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550 for updates at the top and bottom of Every hour, Owen Sports News Breaks. I'm Nate Geary. This is WGR Sports Radio 550.
2: We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Jerry, Markwell Slaughter, for at least another week, Roger Weiss, and Joe Marguccio. All right, it's playoff time for the sectionals. Not yet for Monsignor Martin, but that didn't stop uh, Monsignor Martin from having an epic game last night. And it was Bishop Tymon taking care of Canisius, 7-0. Over to Section 6, you had Olean defeating Alden, 21-17. That is in Class B. You can follow along with the scores. In today's Buffalo News, over in Class C, you had Southwestern beating Akron 49-7 Allegheny Limestone beating Wilson 12-7 Silver Creek beating Cattaraugus Little Valley 35-6 Bennett coming from behind to beat Grand Island 24-7 Lackawanna beating Medina 16-8 Dunkirk over Maryvale 59-0 No, I didn't misread that 59 nothing. Chewaga shut out Burgard, 22 to nothing in uh, double A's Lancaster beating Kenmore West 27 to six Joe Andreine had 15 tackles for Lancaster Orchard Park beating Wimsville North 33-19. Dylan Janka at 125 yards, rushing in three touchdowns. Clarence beating Jamestown 35-8. In uh, Class A, you had Star Point beating West Seneca East 25-7. North Tonawanda 20, Iroquois 16. Zach Woodward threw for a touchdown, had 17 tackles. McKinley beating Williamsville South 25-7. Kyer Fields had 139 yards. And three touchdowns. Class C had Gawanda slash Pine Valley 19 over JFK had eight. Uh, Cameron Alexander 141 yards rushing. Evo Frank beating Frewsburg 36 to 14. Maple Grove over Portville 46 to nothing. In Chuck Funky Memorial Game East Eastmore/Slash Holland beating Tonawanda 42 to nothing. Springville beat DePew 58 to 42, and in a matchup game, West Seneca West beat Amherst 21 to 14. There are your scores from last night. I think we got to start off with uh, time and upsetting Canisius. I don't think anybody saw that happening. So the question I have, Joe, you could probably answer this. Those three big road games that they played, the time it played, I mean, beginning of the year, going up against national powers, did that help them set themselves up to be canicious?
0: That definitely did. I mean, you lost the games, but who you went up against, you remember that. And when you're in a weight room, you want to push yourself to that next level. And these guys did. They feel like they're unstoppable now since they got back here in Buffalo. And I think they proved that last night, although it was a tough game. It, it had to be one of those games. I wasn't there, but, you know, who can run the ball the best? And it's like the other line was better than Kinesis' line.
2: And the other thing, too, is you're playing, you know, anybody that's ever played at TIFF knows that, you know, if you get a sprinkle, it's a mud, uh, it turns into a mud bat there. So, if you know, it's I'm humid,
1: sure, it's a mud yeah. yeah,
2: And so I'm sure that the conditions weren't the best, but you still have to go out and play. So now, all right, if you're canisious, you're like, all right, we got that loss uh, out of the way. Come playoff time, time is going to have a bullseye on their back.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And uh, they're just going to play it. But if it's under different weather conditions, who knows what happens.
1: It, uh, a couple things. Number one, I don't know if it should be that much as a surprise. I mean, to me, uh, Lackawanna beating Medina was a surprise. As far as time and Canisius, you know what? A week earlier, Tim and knocked off uh, the same uh, Aquinas team that Canisius beat earlier in the year but did not blow out. And Tymon and did it with what? Five players uh, ineligible for the game. So I don't think it was a shock. Is it a surprise? Yeah, it was a, you know, the odds probably favored, you know, towards Canisius, but to be a shack, no, especially, you know, with the elements and all that. Maybe if the optimum weather conditions, it's more conducive for Canisius, but uh, I'm not totally shocked. The other thing now, uh, do you know that if St. Francis, I believe if St. Francis knocks off St. Joe's today, do they play each other today? Yes. Uh, yep. That we would have a scenario where... Canisius would finish now second, Tymon first, St. Francis third, and St. Joe's fourth. So you're talking a potential semifinal game, St. Joe's at Timon, hmm. One versus four? At Tymon? Well, if Tymon's oh, the man. first place, it would be the top seed. Uh, I don't think to, anybody
2: wants the game there.
1: Suggestion hmm. to Monsignor Martin that that game's at TIFT, uh, make it Saturday afternoon as opposed to Friday night. I don't know if it'll be any better, but, uh, you know. <laughs> and beef up security. <laughs> yes. Well, Ab- if absolutely. there's an
0: upset, though, they might not match. Either. Doesn't uh, St. Mary's and uh, O'Hara get seeds five and six?
1: Yes, but I can't see uh, either saying. one of them knocking off the three
2: and four, but that's just You me. never know. <laughs> you never know is right. Uh, any games out there that uh, caught your eye? I'm sure, as you just mentioned, uh, Lackawanna, Beating Medina, I don't oh, I think too many of us coming. had that.
1: No, I didn't see that And Lachuan has
2: been playing well, but Medina, I mean, with that juiced-up offense, you would have thought that they would have yeah. been able to put up more points. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, that. Uh, and uh, Dunkirk, if you would have told me Dunkirk was going to hang 59 on Maryville, I would have told you you're crazy.
0: Yeah, that shocked me.
2: You know, I, I thought, okay, this could be a competitive game. It could go either way. Uh, both teams have had an excellent year, but I just thought Maryville's defense uh, was maybe a little bit better, but...
1: And it makes you wonder how good is Olean if they knocked off Dunkirk during the regular season. That's, oh, yeah. uh, you know, s squeaked by Alden last night. That was a close game. But uh, maybe there's a lot more parity in Class B than we realize.
2: Well, somebody sent me a message last night. Uh, Brian, uh, thank you for it. He said uh, this was a statement game. Yeah, I think you mm-hmm. can say that. They made a statement indeed. Well,
1: yeah. they made a statement in a game I was at against, uh, Springville, but in the Springville game that I went to versus Dunker, Ian Baker didn't play, so I thought that might have had something to do with it, but, uh, wow. Yeah, that's, uh,
4: Dunkirk may be the team to beat now, if last night's any indication. They lost, Dunkirk lost, what, their first two games? One was Cheektawaga, and then the other one was a non-league, I think. And then ever since oh,
1: then... Well, no, would have been a non-league, then yeah. the other league okay. game would have oh, been only yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: you're right, you're right. And then ever since then, they just, they haven't lost since. But that's, that's a really good Maryville team. I, I see Maryville down... The more they got down, the more they got down, I was just waiting on Maryville to come back because I've been at games where they were down 14 early to Cheek Waga, and they rattled off 26 in a row. They were I seen them Burgard down 20 to, to, zip to, back. to zip to Burgard. Yeah, it was two figure after two
2: touchdowns. So was, okay, you know, now
1: we got the, we got them right just, where we want them. <laughs> I was just waiting <laughs> well, for Maryville. Well, didn't happen last just,
2: night.
4: Just waiting for Good Maryville to come back. Good
2: coaching job at man. Dunkirk, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Did uh, many of you guys have McKinley beating Will South? I like yeah. McKinley a lot, man. That I, was a pick'em
1: game. They look real good last Saturday. Uh, I didn't realize it was a one o'clock start instead of two, so I got there. It was already twenty-three nothing at the half, but uh, they got
2: weapons. They look really good. Plus, they have that one kid who's what six foot eight, over three hundred.
4: Yeah, yeah, big kid on the line. But their their they're running game and their defense is is incredible. I I think they're another team that started out. 0-2, 1-1. Well, they lost to Bennett by what? Yeah. Less than a touchdown. And when, when they, and they lose Bennett? there, They
1: lost in that league game first. I don't know who was it was. It might have been Niagara something. Falls. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, since then, they've run
4: off five straight, and a couple of them were impressive. Roger and I was at the Iroquois game the week after Bennett. That's when they had a good win against Iroquois, and I, I think that's where their winning streak started. Real good combination of... Uh, Running the ball, stopping the run, and uh, the coaching staff does an awesome job. These kids are focused, man. This is a, this is a team to be reckoned with. They're not playing.
2: Here's a game. Uh, Nate Gary and I were talking before the uh, program started. Nate was at the game. He did the game. North Tonawanda beating Iroquois twenty to sixteen. And Nate, you were telling me about a, uh, a series of plays I have never seen happen before. Tell us what happened.
3: Well, I mean, it's a first for me too. So second, uh, second quarter about. Two minutes, 15 seconds left. Iroquois got the ball. I'm sorry, North Tonawanda's got the ball. They're driving. And Zach Woodard, the quarterback for uh, for North Tonawanda, throws an interception to Jack Edwards. He's the quarterback for Iroquois, also play defense. They both play right. both ways. So he throws the interception to Jack Edwards. Big turn of events. Now Iroquois got the ball. Game's tied at this point, 7-7. On the very next play for the Iroquois offense, Zach Edwards, I'm sorry, Jack Edwards, throws an interception to the other quarterback. So, quarterback <laughs> to quarterback on, on consecutive plays. Like, it, was, it wasn't like a play in between. There wasn't, and, and both were great interceptions, but I mean, it was just something I've never seen before. And then, Nortanawana ends up driving the field, and it was a huge turn of events for the game because Nortanawana goes down, they score, make it 14 7 at half, and they never looked back.
2: That's incredible. Quarterbacks (laughs) intercepting each other. Boy, that
1: fraternity of quarterbacks, they do stick together, (laughs)
0: don't they? (laughs) Almost
2: like they scripted it.
3: (laughs) Nate, I got a question for you. Uh, What was the field like there? Honestly, I was talking about it with Tony before the show. I was shocked on how good the condition of the field was. They didn't have – TNT was played at Tonawana the week before, so there hadn't been a game in two weeks on the field. It was wet, and it rained all day, and it rained all game. The white jerseys of Iroquois, no mud. Wow.
2: Yeah, and NT's field holds up pretty well. Uh, I don't know if you remember, Raj. We went to a Kensington All-Star Lions Club uh, All-Star game there, and it was right after Nicholas was born. And it rained throughout the whole game, but the field was uh, spectacular.
1: Yeah, that's, well... That was right after Nicholas' born. Nine was years ago. <laughs> yeah, wow. Slow down, Anthony. At my age, you know, like I say, I can't even buy green bananas without a note from my
2: doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, Lancaster beating Kenmore West. I, You know, Lancaster's been... Uh, a bear all year and kenmore west just going going up against him at the wrong time even though one of our friends picked kenmore west to upset them that didn't happen lancaster's the deal
4: they might be the new number one well somebody in here had lancaster number uh, one uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: mm. yeah i got a
2: feeling that that poll's gonna change
1: <laughs> and <laughs> rightly so lancaster's earned it
2: yeah uh, no question about it uh so now lancaster who's lancaster gonna get next week Let's see. see they'll they be would, hosting. Uh, oh, they yes. get the winner of. Uh, don't yeah, they get the winner. Of Niagara Falls. Yeah, if
1: Niagara Falls wins today. They're the they're second in the north. Who would play first in the south in the semi? So the winner of Niagara Falls Huchtec is who Lancaster. They're awaiting. There'll be a few of the Lancaster players at that Niagara Falls game today. Just got a feeling, Nate.
2: And Orchard Park is going to play Clarence, right? That's Orchard correct. Park will host Clarence. Yes. Okay, so we have that. And- no uh,
1: correction. Clarence will host Orchard Park. Clarence is the number oh, one okay, seed. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: Oh, they get to play on that beautiful field. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's see. In Class A, with Star Point beating West Seneca East and North Tonawanda beating Iroquois, McKinley uh, winning. Who's going where? Well, we still have another game today, right?
1: Well, North uh, North Tonawanda is the second seed, so they will visit the first seed, which is Bennett. They will play at Bennett. Second uh, seed from the north plays first seed from the south if they hold true to form, which all the Class A teams did, which means McKinley will be going to star point. And, Anthony, don't be surprised. As good as Bennett is, as good as star point is, we could have two number two seeds playing at the Ralph because I think McKinley and North Tonawanda are both more than capable of winning if star point and or Bennett do not bring their A game next Friday night, probably.
2: Well, if speed is a factor, you're going to put McKinley on the turf at uh, Star Point, and that obviously helps that, helps McKinley.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, well, you just make the same uh, claim for uh, Bennett versus North Tonawanda. Uh, if it comes to speed, it's no contest. Bennett has the faster players. But, again, the big problem with Bennett, they have Composure. such a capability of beating Themselves. Yeah.
2: All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll finish it up with one more segment. Segment of Inside High School Sports. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. And Sports Talk Saturday. Following us, talking about the games from last night, what it means. All right, Raj, give us the shakedown on uh, on Class B. Who's playing who next week?
1: Well, the four uh, semifinalists would be. Uh Chickawaga, so they have Dunkirk. their whole field. Dunkirk now has a home game, believe it or not, being a four and five because they will play Lackawanna, who is an eighth seed. So they don't reseed. You know who you play, but whoever the surviving higher seed is does get the home game. Okay, so that means Chickawaga, I guess, will host Ole
2: Oh, that'll yep. be a good game. That'll be a real good Well, oh, hey,
1: like, again, we said that in a previous segment. If uh, only a knocked off Dunkirk, they can't be too shabby. So, yeah, exactly. So uh, I hope uh, Chicktawaga won't be looking uh, a week ahead to the cap. I, I hope I don't say the Ralph too many more times because it is now the cap.
2: All right. Uh, where else are we looking at? In Class C, how's that going to shake down? We have uh, Gowanda Pine Valley and Allegheny Limestone are already winners.
1: Okay, uh. Guanda Pine Valley being a second seed, uh, we'll have to go to uh, Cleve Hill, assuming Cleve yeah. Hill yeah, this wins Cleve today. Yeah, I Lake. know I might be jumping the gun. And, You're not. What about the misprint? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what about the misprint on that one Facebook page or something where it says everybody thought Chautauqua Lake was going to win? I don't know which was it, the Buffalo League? One of these had a thing where, well, no, it had something to do with, I thought, uh, your pollsters and all that, and every one of them. Had Chautauqua Lake, that had to be some kind of uh, misprint. Whoever put out put yeah. out that. Uh, They're chart lucky I see that. it. Uh, Southwestern, uh, they uh, won last night. I don't know if they even made the newspaper, but I did. They know they won last night. Yeah,
2: they did. They beat uh, Akron, Akron forty-nine to seven.
1: And. Uh, I guess you could call it an upset. I don't know if it's an upset, but only by virtue of the fact that the third seed seed from the south knocked off the second seed from the north. Allegheny-Limestone, which had to win their final game of the regular season just to make the playoffs, they knocked off Wilson last night. So you'll have a southern tier uh, semifinal. Allegheny-Limestone versus Southwestern, the winner to go to the cap. Do they play earlier in the year? Uh yes, because they're both in the same uh division and all that. So I'm sure Southwestern won. I believe Southwestern's only lost, lost this year Cleve, was Cleveland. Yep.
4: All
2: right. And then in uh class D, it's uh Maple Grove and then everybody else. Well Maple Grove
1: uh beat the A seed last night. What a shock that was. They beat Portville again. Uh the second seed and third seed, uh Silver Creek and uh Evil, Evil Frank. Frank knocked off uh Cat Little Valley and Frewsburg. Not much of a surprise there. The only game that might be a competitive game today, uh, Randolph will have to go on the road for a quarterfinal, which is a historical event in, it, in, it, that <laughs> of, in and of itself. They go back to uh, uh, one of uh, Marguccio's favorite uh, teams, Cheese, Sausage, and Pepperoni, a.k.a. Climber, Sherman, and Panama. Panama has a home team today, Uh uh, again, Randolph was beaten by Climber, Sherman, Panama earlier in the year. That is a rematch, but it's a four or five game. I me, four or five games are pick'em games. Pick games.
2: Sure, and that's a one thirty kickoff. Uh, some of the other games going on today, as we mentioned, St. Francis is at St. Joe's, uh, one o'clock. Hutch Tech is at Niagara Falls at two o'clock. Uh, I'm pretty sure Joe and myself will be there. Uh, and uh, as we just mentioned, Chautauqua Lake at Cleve Hill, 2 o'clock, and the Randolph uh, uh, Cheese Sausage and Pepperoni. That game's going on at one thirty. Then in the Chunk Funky Classic, you have Hamburg is going to take on Williamsville East at 2 o'clock. Salamanca is at Eden at 2 o'clock. And then... Uh, Faulkner at St. Mary's Lancaster at 1 o'clock. That's just a matchup game. Kenmore East at Riverside at 1 o'clock.
1: And uh, we should uh, mention that the uh, Randolph at Climber Sherman Panama game is in fact being played at Panama High School.
2: Right. So there you have it. Those are the games going on today. Yeah, I, guess, I think you guys can safely say there'll be movement in both the uh, small and large school polls.
4: Yeah. That,
2: well, yeah.
1: hey, Medina lost. Canisius lost. Need we say more?
2: Yeah, and I had Medina and Maryville highly ranked, uh, so yeah. you have to move them down. Well,
1: again, I'll be careful too. Uh, you know, bear in mind some of the conditions too. <laughs> We're evaluating a team on the whole year, not just what happened last night. But yes, there will be. Well, for me, it's more of a snap.
2: It, for me, when I look at the poll, it's a snapshot in time. It's what's going on right now. What have you done? For yeah. So I'm not interested in week one. I'm interested in this week. And that's the way I approach it, at least for me, Joe. I,
4: I kind
1: of like Mike Ferentino's philosophy on there. He picks them by who he thinks, if, if he thinks Canisius is going to be St. Joe's, he'll rank Canisius higher than St. Joe's. Yeah, I
2: use that as my tiebreaker, yeah. or, or you know, Joe.
0: Yeah, real quick over at Riverside, I prepped Da Vinci, Lafayette, Falk. If you saw the post yesterday, the guy wants every team to be mentioned. Uh, shout out to Larry Gasparini today. He's the specials over here, constantly on specials, specials. I want my specials. I'm looking for a kickoff return from him today. That's hmm. a
1: that's a good point. What he said when we say Burgard, we should mention Burgard, MST Seneca, and it, you lot. know some of the <laughs> other schools. Uh, I get too
2: confused. It changes too much. And, and well,
1: no, but, you know, I, I don't like to leave off, you know. We I know, say, I hear you. We say evil Frank, theoretically. Well, we do say that because
2: we like saying it.
1: Well, no, but the, the, the fact is that if uh, there are West Valley uh, kids who want to play football, they would have to play at that school. So I hate to leave out. In fact, you mentioned uh, Falconer earlier. We should have said Cass Valley for a yeah. Falconer
2: it's so the alphabets (laughs) alphabets are playing alphabets that's all all right guys thank you much marquel roger joe nate geary thank you go out and enjoy some games today we'll talk to you next week with more
3: inside high school sports this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds